Okay. So we started a Gemara last night, which Gemara was talking that a person has to make Kishem Shemavarchim says, what do you mean? What do you mean? You don't make the same bracha for ra that you make for teva. You make a ateva metiv for good, and a person would make a a baruch dynamis for bad. Says, what do you mean? It's the same bracha. Somewhere says no. I've added these different brachas for different occasions, but they're both likabuluni besimcha that you have to have the say you have to accept it with the same happiness, which we discussed last night. Okay, so now. Now, we're up to the Gemara that discusses being mekabel tsaris besimcha. So we are, I would say, like seven lines into the wide lines on Samacham and Beis. Says the Gemara, end of the line. Omer Reb Acha, Mishum Reb Levi, Maikra. What is the Pusik that tells us that a person has to be makabal bad news, besimcha. So the Gemara says, the pasuk is chesed umishpat ashir Hashem. Chesed is kindness, umishpat it's justice meted m e t e meted out. Lucha Hashem azamra to you Hashem no matter what. If it's kindness, I will sing. If it's justice, I will sing. Im chesed ashira, vim mishpat ashira. That's one pasuk. Rabbi Shmuel the Bar Nachman, Yomer Melch, no, different pasuk. Second pasuk to tell you that when a person hears bad news, he has to accept it with happiness. Ba'ashem a halal dover, when it's Hashem, which is midas rachamim, I will praise him with words. Belekim, when it's justice, which is midas hadin, I will praise him with words. A halal dover. Bashem a halal dover is the tayvah. Belahim a halal dover zumi the peronis. That's a second pasuk to tell me that when a person hears bad news, he has to be makabal at besimcha. A third pasuk. Rabtancham armer mehacha. Rabtancham says here this third pasuk for the same thing. Kais Yeshua's esa. I will pick up the cup of Yeshua of salvation. And I will call out Hashem. Whether or not I am afflicted by pain and yogan is like sadness. No matter what, I will call out Hashem. And finally, a fourth pasik to tell me the exact same thing. A fourth pasik to tell me. That when a person who hears bad news, he has to be makabel besimcha. Hashem nosan, it's Hashem, which is midas rachamim, is the one who gives. Vashem lokach, it's Hashem who takes. Yehi shem Hashem avirach, Hashem's name should be blessed forever. Good, like a pulpit rabbi pasuk to end the sermon with. Back in the day. Why is it not just acceptance? Why is it simple? Because um, it's it's, it's like I, you bless it. Blessing sounds like a uh, a, a emotion. So the the Archaner has a sefer on Chumash called Minchasani, and the end of Parshas Bamidbar. Parshas, the, for some reason, the, you know, I saw someone uh, quote quote this. So I asked someone that has uh, Hebrew books, or you know, um, not the Hebrew, the Chachma, to send me this paragraph on. 
on Bamidbar, he said, like, Bamidbar is 500 pages. Have fun. So he just sent me the whole thing. It's the last thing in Parshas Bamidbar. So if you look it up, you'll, you'll have a much easier time than I do. The Mamash is the last page. So the Mechazani says, these four psukim that our Gemara brings, that a person has to be makabel, tsaris, besimcha, are actually four aspects, four different milas, four different reactions, four different emotions, different sides of an emotion that a person has to have when a tsara hits and why a person has to be besimcha when a tsara hits. It's each one of the four important points to ponder are brought out by each one of these psukim. So the first passing the Gemara brought was chesed umishpat ashira lashem. That it's a kindness, chesed, it's a kindness, umishpat, along with justice, therefore I will praise you. Why? Straight up, because when a person has tsaras here on earth, that is a direct p'tur from tsaras in Gehenna. So the fact that HaKadosh Baruch gave you a mishpat, it in and of itself is a chesed. So one emotion and one cause for praise. I mean, the Gemara, let's, let's remember, the Gemara is not asking you to be a meshuganer and, and praise Hashem because you like pain. That's not what the Gemara wants. The Gemara, Chazal, Halacha, Hashem, our religion, doesn't want you to say, I love the pain, you know, give me more. Like, I'm, I'm a martyr. I'm, you know, this, this is terrible, give me more. No, that's not what the, the, the Gemara doesn't want you to be a Meshuggahner. The Gemara wants you to find the jewel hidden in the pain. So, so, so says Darachaner, says Milchazani, that's what the Gemara wanted. He's just telling you how to do it. One of the aspects in finding solace in pain, one of the aspects in finding the good within the bad is the fact that you, you have to know that this would have costed me a lot more in the world to come in a lot more expensive dollars than the ones I'm paying for here. So that's, that's number one. Chesed u mishpat. The mishpat is a chesed. The next one is as follows. When a person has a, a debt, when a person has a outstanding chayv, it's going to be collected. There's two options for a Kodesh Baruch Hu to collect a debt here on earth. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could take an action against you directly, in which case it is exact, it's pinpointed, it's, it's, it's like laser surgery. It's mamish, it's surgery, it's painful, but it's a directed laser at what needs to be directed. Option B is to say, okay, you need a punishment, I am gonna subject you to the whims of another human being. Human beings are much less exact and much more cruel than the Rebbeinah So when a person gets a punishment from the Rebbeinah a second emotion that he should thank is that thank you Hashem for doing this yourself and doing exactly what needs to be done precisely and not subjecting me to human overreaction and overcruelty. And that pasuk is, Ba'ashem ha'halal davar belikim ha'halal davar if you continue the Pasik, it says, Belekim Batahti, I have faith in Hashem, Laira Mayasaliyadam. That's the end of the Pasik. Because Akarish Baruch Hu is taking care of this, I don't have to fear what other humans are doing to me. I, I can trust that it's from Hashem. So a second emotion when when a, when something from Hashem strikes 
is that this is Hashem doing what needs to be done rather than subjecting me to the whims of humans. What? It doesn't make sense what you said because Hashem will only allow that person to do to you what he allows that person to do to you. Mm. I mean, you just stepped in a minefield. It's, it's from the biggest machlekes Rishayinim achreinim peskim bai machshava extent. Can a Baal do something that is not in store for you? Our belief, Rambam, Ramchal, Maral, is yes. Ayin Ramban al by Yosef. It's a whole mahal to say that when something bad happens to you, that you shouldn't look at it, that uh, person uh, did something bad to you, yeah. and it's from Hashem. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's like the modern from way of saying it. <laughs> but not not the Rambam Ramchal Maral. You, it's it's a major shaila. You're stepping on. I'm mean, like, yeah, Izzy definitely doesn't believe that. <laughs> and you're stepping on Bahira. <coughs> Izzy like for sure. A mensch is a bal Bahira, and therefore whatever he does is possible, up to and including murder. Murder is re- really where the shaila is. Less than murder, I don't even think you're going to get much argument. Humans are cruel. Now, will Hashem, of course it's from Hashem, will Hashem measure what happened to you and will it be included in your bill? Do you, maybe after you get hit by another human, you're running a surplus, not a deficit? Maybe. Nothing happens that Hashem ignores. But you're subject to the whims of another human, absolutely. And he knows what you're going to choose. That's a, That's a different child. That's a different child. Anyway, number three... <laughs> Yisurim cause a person to daven, which in and of itself is a value. Meaning, how many of us, I, I know people in here that have told me this, how many of us became close to Hashem because of a tzara? And, and due to a negative thing in life, they learned how to daven. And now it's something that they're like so enthralled with, that they're so used to it, such a part of their life. That is a benefit. It's not even a fringe benefit. It could be the tachlis of the Yisurim. And that's, and that's the Pasuk, Tzara v'yog and emtza. When I'm found by troubles, u'veshem Hashem ekra. The Shem Hashem ekra is the goal, is the relationship, that this relationship was forged in fire, was forged in Yisurim, but now there's a relationship. And finally, the fourth aspect is the last pasik. Hashem, Midas Rachamim, Nosan, he gives, Hashem Lakach, he takes. Even if a person can find no silver lining in the Yisurim, even if there is no, okay, th- now I understand why Hashem did it, which unfortunately is true with a lot of stuff that happens here on earth. The fourth aspect is we still have to know it was done mercifully and we can't understand it. And that's the purpose of the fourth pasik. Hashem Nosan, Hashem Lakach, Hashem is in charge of everything. Yishem Hashem Le'elam. He will be merciful forever. And these four psukim, says the Menchasani, actually are four different aspects of the praise within Yisurim. Meredek Menchasani. You know, three out of the four. The third, the third one, it's something that people can relate to as a tangible benefit when you have nothing else to depend on. So you daven, so it's something that you're doing that you can actually... Everything else is so not within our grasp of understanding, it's a leap to ask a, to ask a regular person to, ju- to say, oh, it's, you, had a, you know, it would have been a lot worse. Like, we don't even understand what that means. Or other things, it's much harder to grasp. So, Mask him. Mask him. It's still hard to understand this whole thing. Uh, listen, I had to ask a person to... Yeah, no, 100%. It, it's a tall order. It's, it, uh, 
It, like we said last night, the Bach says it's impossible to be Musamech. In other words, we know we're in difficult territory. Continues the Gemara. Omar of Huna, Omar Rav, Mishim Remeim. V'chein Tanim Shmei Der B'kiva. Spavust, in the name of Rebkiva, lo'olim ye adam rogel loimer, a person should be accustomed to saying, kol da'avid rachman al-latavavid. Everything Hashem does is for the good. By the way, the morale says, saying is, is what makes it good. When it, as the morale says, it's not that a person should be cu- accustomed to say, as in, this should be your thought. No, no. A person should say, whatever happens to me is good, and that's what makes it good. That's a shtigl esoteric. But, continues the Gemara. So Rebkiva used to always say, kol ma'adav rachman al-latavav. Like the famous story of Rebkiva, he was going on a road on the trip. He reached the city. He wanted a place to stay. And it sounds like not because they were full. They all told him no. He needed an inn. And they all said like no Jews or dogs. No, no. He said, listen, I don't understand, but kol ma'adavir rachman al-latavavir. Also, he therefore went, ubas, he slept, bedamber in the forest. Vahava bahade, and he had with him his three travel companions, his tarnagayla, which is the alarm clock, a chicken, v'chamra, his donkey, which is his, his trunk, v'shraga, and a candle. Al-sazika, along came a wind, kavya l'shraga, blew out the candle. Asa Shunra, a cat came, Achla Tarnagol ate up his chicken. Asa Arye, and finally a lion came, Achle Lechamra ate up his donkey. And now Rebekiva was homeless and penniless and possessionless. Omar, he said, once again, his motto called Avi Rachman that night, Asa Gaisa, a troop came. A troop, as in a group of soldiers, a troop came, Shavulamasa, and invaded and and um, took took hostage, took siege the city, and killed everyone in the city. Amalur, Kiva said, "I told you, Did I tell you everything is for the good?" So, let's let's look at this more on a little deeper level. So, first of all, the morale says, obviously. Rabbi Kiva, if he would have been in the city, would have been subject to the gzera of the city. Because whoever you are, you can't escape the general decree. And therefore, Rabbi Kiva needed to be outside of the city. In other words, when we're saying over here, it's not coincidental is the pshat that the bad left led to the good. Meaning, because you could have said, says the morale, oh, if Kiva was worthy of saving, we've heard, like from the Holocaust, the whole city gets killed and two people survive. We, we've heard of such maizim. If Kiva was really for that nace, then I Baruch Hu could have done that nace. But no, this was a citywide, no exceptions allowed, gezerah that everyone in the city is dead tonight. And Rebkiva survived that because of the bad. So that's point number one the Maral makes. That it's, he would have been dead. 
and it's only because of the bad is why he survived. Number two, Maral, as he always does, explains so beautifully. There's, of course, there's a message to donkey, chicken, candle. And that is beautifully. Maral, all over, says, we are comprised of three things. Chaymer, Tzura, and Neshama. And Seichel. Chaymer is the Gashmias. The Tzura is the form it takes. And the Seichel is the intelligence that guides it. And that's, that's what everything is comprised of. Rabbi Kiva had his Chamar. He had his Chumrias, the Chaymer, which is his which is his physical body. He had his nefesh. He had his tzura, which is the chicken. We call a chicken a gever, which is a human. A chicken, a chicken is a sechvi. A chicken is the intelligence that awakes a person. And he had a seichel, which is the ner. All three of these things needed to be killed as a kapara for a bikiva. And therefore, it's dafka, a chaymer, a chamar, a tarnagol, which is a tzura, and a ner, which is the nishmas adam. Says the maral, this is the makar, that you take a chicken before Yom Kippur, and you kill it. How cool is that, that we got to this gemar? And like, you know, so the next time someone tells you, it's a gameri, and the next time someone tells you, it's, it's also to, to, uh, uh, to do kaparis, and there's no and there's no makar and gemara for it, you tell him, I gotta don't do a chicken. But you tell him that the maral brings from this gemara. Very cool. <coughs> Continues the gemara. The words of a person should be few. Lifnet, Kaddish Baruch, in front of Hashem. Shenem, as it's written, do not confuse your mouth. Don't hurry your heart to say something in front of Hashem. You know why? Because you don't understand. God is in heaven. And you are here on earth. Therefore, you The Marsha either says this or disagrees with this and the Pnei Shua says it. I forgot which one says what. So this is a continuation of the, of the last Gemara. That you here on earth, when you have a tzara, you have such a bad perspective. Meaning you, you're not above it, you're mamish in it. You're mamish in it. The tzara you're in is eye level with you. And therefore, from your perspective, of course it looks bad. Shh, don't comment. Because God is above. And he has a perspective. And he sees exactly where things are coming from and where things are going. And where this fits into the big picture. So do not be quick to comment on bad news because you have no idea the perspective. You don't realize, you know, um, someone once showed me, there's like, there's like this like whole series of terrifying pictures. You know, you have like this person like, you know, at a park and like there's a shark two inches behind him, you know, and like, and like someone's taking an innocent picture and like you see it was one second from death. So the person there has no idea what danger is. And the person from the other perspective says, wow, God just did you a big favor. God has perspective from up high. You are down there. You're in the thick of things. You have no perspective on what's going on. That's Pasha Pshat Nagamar. The Vilna Gain says that this going on tefillah, that a person's words in tefillah should also be measured. 
don't just like daven. There is a mila to preciseness, precision in davening as well. The Vilna Gaon learns that this Gemara is going on davening as well. Okay. Yeah, you can say that in this job. <laughs> okay, so in other words, in other words, does it just mean, does it just mean, the, the easy way out would be for me to say, when you daven, don't be so demanding because you don't necessarily know what's good for you. Which means, which means, a lot of times when we daven, let's say, let's say, you know, you want your kid to get into such and such yeshiva. So you're davening your head off that your kid gets into such and such yeshiva. Maybe Hashem and the guy doing the accepting of that yeshiva knows that your kid is going to be crushed in this yeshiva. It's just, it's, you know, and are you doing the right thing by forcing your kid into yeshiva? So if the Grah is saying that be careful when you daven, not to tell, give, give God a way out. Not the best thing exactly. Okay. So, in other words, that would be an easy way out, and that would be a way to meld the Gemara from the last Gemara that you don't really have so much perspective. Hashem does, and applying that to Tefillah, and therefore in Tefillah, don't pretend you know everything. That's the easy way out. I would love to look you in the eye and tell you that I think that's what the Gra is saying. I think the Gra is saying, limit your words in Tefillah, which is. Definitely not encouraged nowadays. I mean, like you know, like the one of the one of the things that drove the Gura crazy of Achsidim and Rebbeim Velazhner was was that the huh? No, no, they just stick in Yiddish in the middle of davening. And probably everyone here, with the exception of Feinstein, thinks like that's beautiful. You're, you're katantan. You're playing your flute in front of Hashem. And, and like, Hashem loves that. Um, I don't know if you saw the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you're saying stick to the words. So, no, no, so I know the grub. The grub was... And, and was, if, if I would ask you, if I would ask you... Because the first shot that you said is, like, it's Pasha, but it's... It's, it's, it's very fair. Right. It's very fair. Right. Although, although you'll have people, nope, ask for what you want, push your case, and it'll work out because you got it through davening. Where are they hearing this? At the Dern Monastery? What? That they're putting in Yiddish, like, or is it just like? No, no. I'm not trying By to the use... way, like, like the Chassidim one, Rechaim said Yiddish in middle Shemesri. He he's like card member. Yeah, I'm, not, harsh, I'm not trying to say, oh, where do they say it? I'm saying like, if you're saying it by your to yourself in the vernacular of what, what you are, that's one thing. But are you saying are they saying the Chassidim just threw it out in the middle of like Sukkot Zimra? No, no. Shemesri. So, so in other words, so parents, what I'm saying is like this. I think the Gra is saying, stick to the program. Don't be, don't be marbin tefillah. It's so not a Heintiger philosophy. Nowadays, like, for sure if you ask anyone with any chesidish bent, no, 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 no. You have a shaykhist to God, it's all good. You express it through dance, that's your thing. You express it through, through, um, you know, substances, that's your thing. You, ex- you, you express it through, you know, singing and getting drunk, that's your thing. You express it through English, wow, that's amazing. If, if davening in English makes it, davening in English. I think you would get that sentiment from 75% of the world nowadays. 
The other 25% of the world is like shades of gray. A little, not so much, but like, no, stick to the, stick to the, it's just not a popular so thing. I, I what think, did it mean when someone went to the grower or Chaim Belazner and said, I need you to please daven for this, for this person? Where, where are they daven for that person? Good question. Maybe Seich Shachel Yisrael. That in mind. Good, good, very good question. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm telling you, I, I don't know what the grow means. I don't know what the grow means. written down in Spartan that he wrote, the grow writes in I will, I will put on the Chabura chat the quote. You know, Blee Nether. You probably have to remind me as you do with that other thing. Um, I, I will put on the Chabura chat the, the grow. Um, it's also, Reb Chaim Falaji also has, has a, it's not just the grow. A little more. Dorash Reb Nachman Bar Rav Chista. My Diksiv, what is Pshat in the following word in Parshas Baratius? We're so used to English that we don't bat an eyelid, eyelash when, when there's extra letters in a word, right? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I'm like, okay, Isaiah does. Why does banana have two ends? You know, Isaiah does. We don't bat an eyelash when, when there's an extra letter. In Hebrew, there is never an extra letter. We have this thing called nekudis, and therefore, every letter has an akuda, except for two exceptions. And every letter is an akuda, and therefore, there are never two letters in a row to say the same sound. Yusaschar is an issue, and there's tons of drush on it. That's like it's like one of the examples of two letters in a row in the Torah. But it, there's no Mississippi in the Torah, Chasrashal. So when you have a word like Vayiyitzer Hashem Alekim Adam. What is pshat in the two yuds there? Now we read a vayitzer, which in Hebrew is spelled vav yud tzadiresh. So what is pshat in this pasuk in the Torah? Vayitzer, of course it's read vayitzer. So there's an extra letter there. Vayitzer Hashem alekimas adam. Hashem created the man. Bishnei yudin. Why are there two yuds there? Says the Gemara. You know why there's two yuds? Because the yud stands for yetzer. And Akash Baruch, when he made a man, created a man with two yetzers. Yetzer hara and yetzer taiv. Achas yetzer taiv, achas yetzer hara. Says the Gemara, in a most interesting and hard to understand kasha. Really? So only something with two yuds has two yetzers? Really? How about an animal? Your average cow, the like siv doesn't have two yuds. Lesla yitzra, you're going to tell me has no evil push. We see animals doing bad things all the time. We see animals they damage, they go nuts. Vinashcha they bite via mal ubata they kick. And there's no two yuds by an animal. So how can an animal do bad things? That's what the Gemara asks to slug that up. So now, first of all, asks the Marsha, asks the Marsha, I don't understand. An animal for sure doesn't have a Yetzir Taiv. So best case scenario, you're going as Yetzir You still didn't justify two yuds. You still didn't justify two yuds. So the Marsha learns that the Kasha was, 
it should have said Vayitzer with one Yud. If Vayitzer plus a Yud is one Yetzer, and we know that animals have a Yetzer Hara, that's the, that's the Marsha's, Marsha's answer. The Rishash says something fascinating. Rishash says it's not true. When an animal is behaving and grazing and doing what, I'll read it. When an animal is just being a good animal, it listens to a human when it says to work. Says the Rishash, animals do have a Yetzir Taiv. What is an animal's Yetzir Taiv? Animal's Yetzir Taiv is to behave. An animal's Yetzir Hara is to kick and bite and rebel. There's a machlekes between the Rishash and the Marsha here if behaving normally is a Yetzir Taiv or not. It's a fascinating thing. I haven't like thought this through yet and how to make something out of this, but it seems to me there's a machlegas between the marsha and the rishash. If normal behavior is the yetzer taiv, or there's something called being normal that doesn't require yetzer taiv. In the marsha's world, no, there's no yetzer taiv for an animal because an animal never did anything really nice. Did an animal ever make a hachnas sefer Torah? No. Did an animal ever? cross an old lady the street? Did an animal ever go to the nursing home and mach freilich on Tainus Esther? No. So an animal never did anything nice. So an animal has no Yetzir Taif. Yetzir and therefore the Mashad doesn't know how to deal with this Gemara. Rishon says no. Animal has a Yetzir Taif and Yetzir Yetzir is when it bites and kicks and goes nuts. Yetzir Taif is when it acts normal. The machlekas between the Rishash and the Mashad does being regular require Yetzir Taiv. Is there a baseline? In the Marsha's world, in the Marsha's world, no. A Yetzir Taiv is only positive good, not maintaining status quo. In the Rishash's world, just being normal, you ask Rishash, what did you do today? Let, let's say there's no religion involved. I, I went to work, I, you know, I screwed on a lot of lug nuts onto Fords, I came home, I ate dinner with my family, I read the newspaper, and went to sleep. Ooh, big Yetzir Taif that day. Big Yetzir Taif. Or is it only by animals? Durashash is learning that being normal requires a Yetzir Taif. The Marsha says, no! If you do your thing, that's Nishken Yetzir Taif. It's Nishken Yetzir Hara, it's Nishken Yetzir Taif. There's a middle that's neither. It's a fascinating machlekes here. I'm, uh, I, I told you, I haven't thought the last of this one yet. Okay, we'll stop here tonight. What did my friend say about Sharamulik? That 